Hello friends, my name is Dave Miller. And I'm now Spain. And we are your fuck buddies. We are a dating sex advice podcast where we take your sticky sexy situations and we turn them into sexy sticky situations. Simply put, we answer sex questions. Yep. <laughs> and dating questions. I apologize in advance for this episode because I am now a fully juiced boy as well. And I feel like I was hit by a truck. Thankfully, a very small truck, but mm-hmm. a truck nonetheless. And a truck that will possibly save your life in the future. But Oh, yeah, 100%. It, it knocked me out of the way of <laughs> the bigger trucks. <laughs> yeah, and future bigger trucks. It's like a temporal <laughs> truck, but you're still feeling a little tender. Yeah, I also got the, the sweet, sweet cocktail. So Oh, ro- yeah. I've heard I'm the cocktail half. makes you feel... A little, yeah, I'm rocking half you know. half Pfizer, half Moderna. It was yeah. a bit alarming that when I was getting it, the nurse was like, "Oh, just so you know, it it can happen a couple days after getting your shot. Uh, your whole arm could get to paraphrase pretty fucked up." <laughs> okay. Um, and she's like, "It could get red and swollen and and develop a serious rash." And she's like, "That's okay." I was like, "Well, it'll sound okay." That's nice of her to warn you, I guess. Yeah, 100%. Um, the, the place I went was a lot more haphazard. Where like, I was like, oh, so I, I just like sit down here for 15 minutes. And they were like, nah, you'll be fine. I was like, what? What? And they're like, just, yeah, just you, you can just go. You'll be fine. I'm like, okay. Oh, like, man. Ours, uh, well, you went to a pharmacy. I went to like one of the actual like big ass fucking clinics. So let me tell you, they're running that place like fucking clockwork. So good for you oh, guys. Yeah. Like the volunteers and everyone who's who are running those sites are literal heroes. Like they are, they're just making everything move. We got there at three o'clock. Our point was at three o'clock. We were out by four. Like even the one we went to to get our first doses, just like it ran like a well fucking oil machine. Yeah. That's pretty badass. So yeah, fair play to everyone on those. And the one I went to on yesterday was like triple the size. It was fucking huge. And everyone was in such good spirits too. There was a couple paramedics who were like monitoring the, the like the checkout room, I guess. Mm-hmm. One guy was literally just dancing and like pointing and giving a thumbs up and you'd have to give him a thumbs up back and like, <laughs> just like, just like doing his thing. And I loved it. Yeah, well, I guess, like, it's probably great for them because they've been through some fucked up shit this year. So it's like to see what is hopefully a reduction in that fucked up shit in the future, you know. There's so many frustrating things that people are using to be like, the vaccine's not working, where there was like an outbreak of the variants in a Mm -hmm. Toronto hospital. But no one mentioned that, like, literally no one was suffering symptoms. They were all all asymptomatic or Mm -hmm. like minor, like cold symptoms. Yeah, and I was like, and also, at, at no point was the vaccine like you will never get this again. The fact that it's effective against the variants mm-hmm. and essentially like negating the worry of it, I'm like, this is why are you focusing on the fact that people are getting it and not the fact that the people who are still catching it, even while vaccinated, are doing fine. Like that's that's the point. Yeah, like I don't understand how like. There's some one person in particular on my Instagram who's like, do you feel safe? Mm. Oh, like, oh, look, you've been tricked. And it's like, what? Like, all you're sharing is that someone got ill. But, like, if you look anywhere, it's literally just case after case of, like, wow, all these numbers are dropping rapidly. Hospitalizations are dropping even more rapidly. And basically the only people doing badly right now are those unvaccinated. Anyway, let's not make this a vaccine podcast. I have some sex news, sex news for you. Is it that they came out and announced that Robin does go down? 
<laughs> is that a thing? No, it's not, but oh, I was going to come in say. with some, some fake DC news. <laughs> uh, well, I have some Marvel news. Oh, shit. Um, and this is, it's something I wanted to talk about. Um, it is. Is it about- that it's really bad if Spider-Man shoots a web up there? <laughs> it's actually the science really- of, well, did you know? It's real bad some- if, he, if he shoots a web just right up there. So a lot of people might not know this, but uh, a legitimate arc of Spider-Man is that he kills Mary Jane with his radioactive semen. Oh, I've heard about that. That he's just busting nuts in her unprotected for years (laughs) and just slowly irradiating her. That's so bad, man. That is how the the, the canon reason as to why MJ dies in like one of the Spider-Man arcs. Uh, whoever like was like, damn, I've got the best idea. It's the worst idea. <laughs> Let's do it. Let's go for it. Like just like some people. Yeah. Some comic book writers. Anyway, this is Anthony Mackie talking about uh people who have been shipping Bucky and uh Sam Wilson in the Winter Soldier show. Okay. He was upset about the fact that I I'll read the quotes. Um, so many things are twisted and convoluted. There's so many things that people latch onto with their own devices to make themselves relevant and rational. Uh, he said, the idea of two guys being friends and loving each other in 2021 is a problem because of the exploitation of homosexuality. It used to be guys can be friends. We can hang out and it was cool. You know, always meet your friends at the bar. You know, you can't do that anymore because something as pure and beautiful as homosexuality has been exploited by people who are trying to rationalize themselves. Uh, He also said, something that's always been very important to me is showing sensitive masculine figures. Uh, There's nothing more masculine than being a superhero and flying around and beating people up, but there's nothing more sensitive than having emotional conversations and a kindred spirit friendship with someone that you love and care about. Mm -hmm. I wanted to get your thoughts on that. Well, it's actually really interesting because have you ever watched Supernatural? No. So Supernatural is about two brothers who, you know, basically like road trip across America fighting monsters. Um, And they are shipped all the time, despite again, the fact that they are two brothers and the fact that he mentions like, you know, sensitive masculine, like role models. It was one of those shows that kind of like, it took like the masculine, like parts of, you know, the viewership by storm. Um, So like, it's the most requested, like DVD back in in the day in like Iran and Iraq, like by the American troops. It was like the most requested thing that people watched. And like it showed a lot of like positive masculinity and that like they're two brothers that love each other very much. And like, you know, they hug and they, you know, pretty much do everything out of love of each other, especially in the later seasons. It's like, oh shit. Everything? Everything. (laughs) Um, And it's really weird that they are like just violently shipped. And I wonder if it's like this thing where it's like, yeah, you can't just be emotionally available without people being like, damn, must be gayness. So I think that's like his his weird phrasing of like homosexually exploitation or the exploitation of homosexual. I don't really know what he means, but I think what he's trying to say is that like the only way that two men can be seen as compassionate is if they're homosexual, as opposed to the fact that like it, that's not a, that's not like a cornered market of homosexual men. You mm. know what I mean? And I think that's what, but like that, that was the only term in, or like the only phrasing that he uses that I have a problem with. Cause I'm not mm. 100% sure what he means by that. Mm-hmm. Um, but 
exactly like you said i think it's especially with like sort of the rumors and like soft canon that uh bucky barnes is bisexual Mm -hmm. so it's there's this like idea that oh these men can't possibly just be very close you know like as he says kindred spirits who care deeply about one another through you know hardships that they go through no it's got to be sexual and i think that is it's so damaging and i think a lot of people who talk about and complain about male representation and toxic masculinity in the media are themselves guilty of this Mm -hmm. well in another way it's like if you had also been like, oh, there's some subtext came out or, or Anthony Mackie came out and said that like, yeah, the writer said they totally are like, I also would have been hyped for that because I really like both characters and it would have been like cool to have like two really good, prominent, awesome, badass characters who do have this good relationship be gay together. And I think some people might be coming at it from that standpoint I, and I think, you that's know, it. which is is the the messy part, because when you initially said it, I was like, oh, cool. And then when you kept reading, I was like, shit, this does actually make a lot of sense. And it's like, you know, what is more progressive and what is more like helpful in society is like having this thing where they both are gay and this is really cool or having them be really close emotional man friends and it'd be really cool. Because like, hell, the whole fucking arc of that show was them like basically being able to be close friends, right? Yeah, like they literally hate each other's guts for most of the show. (laughs) Yeah, and a lot of it is just kind of bullshit like hyper masculinity stuff and like yeah i think that's powerful because a lot of people can emulate with that right yeah i mean like there's that scene where he they're training with the shield and throwing it back and forth mm-hmm. which i think is sort of like the pivotal scene of the series um and it really breaks like it, it it addresses pretty much like all the main themes of the it's like male camaraderie racism and you know the optics of assuming the mantle and that kind of stuff but yeah. i think you bring up a good point of the fact that I think the reason people are so desperate to do this and are so quick to do this is because there is such few gay. Uh, like, I don't think, I think actually, I think one of the, the Marvel newer Marvel heroes will be the first Canon, like gay character in the MCU. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think it's in the Eternals. I can't remember correctly, but I mean, that alone is indicative of like what the problem is. It's like, if someone was like, Hey, name one of the gay characters in the MCU. I don't know. I would not be able to be like this character. So Mm -hmm. I think, I think you're right. I think there is a bit of, maybe not desperation, but uh, like hope and wish fulfillment kind of, you know, urgency that we can get these, you know, strong male, masculine, compassionate characters um, that also fit the role outside of, you know, the standard, you know, socially typical heteronormative, um, functions like it would be great if if they just kind of came out and said like yeah bucky's bisexual and i don't think mm-hmm. they have i think they've i think it's very very implied but i don't think it's yeah. like a, a canon thing within the mcu mm-hmm. and like when was the last time we saw a fucking bisexual one a, a good bisexual character anywhere because mm-hmm. usually it's very bad yeah or usually two, they are purely defined by being bisexual right exactly and like the butt of the joke of being like, yeah, oh, you're the lazy one. You can. Yeah. yeah. Um, or like every single thing they do is just like, oh, look, they like it both ways. You know, yeah. Yeah. would you like red or white? Oh, I'll have both turn to the camera, you know, like, oh, I get it. Yeah, it's uh, it was just something I thought was interesting. And I didn't mm-hmm. think about it from like that side of things because I was I was like, yeah, 100 percent. It actually really annoys me when people 
complained that or or ship these male characters who finally have like a, a genuine on-screen bond with one another and i'm yeah. like we need this this is what like this is what men need to see in order to realize that oh you can still be a badass and still hug your friends mm-hmm. and you know tell them you love them and care about them and show you know emotional availability and emotional uh depend not dependency but like you know openness and and Mm -hmm. be vulnerable around them yeah and it it sucks because we also need more like you know gay representation especially in like superhero uh Mm -hmm. like movies and you know and it's like fuck i just want us to have both instead of having to like kind of through subtext like battle it out you know what i mean yeah 100 percent um so yeah no it's actually a good point because like just that like masculine friendships and healthy ones they're so they're like kind of missing from a lot of shit, you know, and the two biggest examples I'm thinking of right now, they're both wildly shipped. <laughs> yeah. I mean, like if you think about like all through the MCU, most of the like male pairings are co- like contentious. You know what I mean? You mm-hmm. got Tony Stark and Captain America, you got Thor and uh, Hulk. Like they've always been sort of like butting heads, St- you know, Star-Lord and Thor. They're mm-hmm. like the, the whole thing between most of the male relationships in the MCU are, you know, them being either actual rivals or, you know, friendly rivals. Yeah. Yeah. It's like either played off for jokes or for tension, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. But that's, that's my sex news for the week. All right. I dig it. You ready to, to hop into a question? Yeah. This is by you. Bye, be. And uh, they don't seem to believe in full stops. So just pay attention. <laughs> Good luck. We made out and he gave me a back massage. You think he wants sex the next date? So I went out with an amazing first date last night. He paid for everything, looked hotter in person and smelled good. And the sexual chemistry was there. We made out for like five minutes straight and he started giving me a back massage in his car. And he looked at me like he wanted to do more. But I told him to calm down. I probably didn't even shave. We both laughed. And he said, I can't wait to see you again. Does this mean he probably wants to have sex on the second date? What do you mean you probably didn't shave? You don't know. Uh, Did I say I calm down? I didn't even shave. Oh, I thought you said probably didn't shave. Probably was on the line right below it, and I was running uh, out of oxygen at that point, so it could have been. I mean, yeah, probably. Yeah, he probably well, wants to have sex with you. Do you have to? No. Yeah, he probably wanted to have sex on the first date. Like, also, he might change his mind between now and then. Like, why, do, why does this matter? I mean, like, people's desires. I'm sure at some point in time, he's going to see a picture that you might have sent, or when you text him, he's probably going to think, damn, I'd like to be fucking her right now. Because that's how the human brain works when it comes to sex. Oh, you know what's weird? They reposted it. Again, the same question with a different title. And the new title is he just going to use me for sex and ghost me? Or am I overreacting? And everything else the exact same. Um, Which is a very different question, right? Which we also cannot answer. (laughs) No. Well, you know what? Maybe we can. It's like, what is being used for sex? I guess it's if you go into something like if I'm like, oh, yeah, we're going to get married, uh, come over and have sex. And you're like, OK, I'm having sex so I can get marriage. And then I have sex with you and say, like, peace and run away. And, yeah. you know, like that. Then, yes, you're used in that situation. If you want to have sex and they want to have sex and it doesn't go anywhere after that, you've both done something you've wanted. So I think what you need to do is get clear on, like, what you want out of the situation and if you want sex and if you don't don't have it it doesn't matter if they want it in fact if you want it or if you yeah if they want it and you don't want it and they freak out that's a pretty good indication that all they want is sex yeah you know yeah this just seems like a classic textbook uh case of like having very very strange 
feelings towards sex or having a strange relationship with sex as mm-hmm. if it, like it it sort of like is the be all and end all to hang a relationship on mm-hmm. and that's not necessary and that shouldn't be the case like if that's if if all you have to offer for someone to stay around is having sex with them then you're probably with the wrong partner or you haven't really spent any time developing yourself as a person yeah it's like if you again if you want to have sex have sex and then nothing further happens you weren't used right you Mm -hmm. did what you wanted presumably you got enough out of it as as they did you know what i mean and it's like that's fine if you're having sex hoping or like with the thought that it means you're owed either a relationship or a next date or whatever then yeah, you might feel used, but that's also unrealistic unless you've communicated that to someone. And if you have communicated that to somebody, one, I don't know if, like, I don't think you should use sex as a bargaining tool. Like, okay, well, fuck, but, yeah. um, because again, you do it if you want it or you don't do it because you don't want to. So yeah, I just, I feel like you, you got to get your, your head out of this like mindset that like sex isn't for you. It's like, if you don't want sex, don't have it. If you do want sex, have it. But like, it's sex. It's not a contract for a date. It's not a contract for marriage. It's not a contract for anything else. And like that should be its own thing. I mean, it's it's important to talk about and remind people that uh, sex is and of itself like a, a singular thing. And if it's and like, look, you're welcome to put a lot of weight on sex. You're welcome to think that sex is important to you. But communicate that to your partners and, and let them know and be like, hey, just so you know, it's like I'm not going to rush into sex. I like to take my time and get to know someone before I have sex. That's fine. You're welcome to do that if that is your relationship with sex or how you like to approach sex with people. But if you don't express that to someone and then have sex because you think you're supposed to, then it's going to get real fucking messy real fucking fast. And you can't really expect people to read your mind Mm. on what what's happening here. Um, so just make sure you're clear with your expectations and clear with, you know, what how you want to approach having sex, because it, mm-hmm. it might be one of those things of being like, hey, I I usually don't feel comfortable having sex with someone when I first meet them. So let's go on a few dates. And like if if someone's not willing to wait that, then great. You found the wrong partner. You're not going to feel like you've been used because you're you're like kind of filtering them out. Right. You're doing yeah. what you want to do. And that's. Like that's, I know we've given this advice before, but we clearly need to keep giving it. It's like, like make sex your own. You know what I mean? Don't have sex on other people's schedules and uh, and other people's ways, unless those ways fit you. If you don't want to have sex, don't have sex. If you do want to have sex, have sex, but don't have sex be something else, right? Just have it be what it is. You know, if you want to get to know somebody, get to know them. If you want to wait, wait. You know what I mean? Like there's... It's never going to be good if you're doing something you don't want to do or in a way you don't want to do it. Yeah. And like if you've done it the way you want to do, how are you being used? And then you'll start to enjoy sex for sex's sake and hopefully enjoy a relationship for relationship's sake and stop like conflating them in this weird way that like one has to like make the other like give it validation or something, you know? Yeah. Uh, This comes from Naked Sleepwalker. My girlfriend. 25 year old will be introducing me a 28 year old male to our friends tonight and wants me to entertain them with lies about my penis <laughs> pardon this morning my girlfriend decided to tell me that her friends are under the impression that i have a monster cock i asked what made them think that and she said that it's what they've come to expect based on my past relationships 
My girlfriend joked about having a reputation for being a size queen, a reputation that recently had to make room for my average size penis. <laughs> I had to read between the lines here and there because my girlfriend seemed ashamed and I didn't want to push too hard. But for what I'm gathered, she really enjoys bragging about her ex's supersized cum cannons, and it kind of got to the point where it's become a running joke amongst her friends. My girlfriend informed me that her friends are literally betting on how big I am below the belt and encouraged me to play along because it's become somewhat of a tradition to tease the new man in, my, in her life about his big dick. It was a lot to process. I asked my girlfriend to give me some time to figure out how I feel. I'm at work now, obsessing instead of focusing. Don't get me wrong. I'm proud of my I'm proud to have an average penis. It's probably unremarkable compared to the penises in porn, but mine makes me happy. And before this morning, I had zero doubts that it also made my girlfriend happy. It also doesn't help that she prefers that I withhold the truth about my size in front of her friends. Not that it's any of their business to begin with, but here we are. How do I proceed? Man, this situation sucks. Yeah. Fair play to this guy for his his penis confidence, because like, no matter your penis, I think it's it's a hard road to travel from childhood to adolescence and like to to come to like that that confidence and accepting yourself again whether you be huge or small or whatever yeah uh, so for play because you know let's draw some positives out that's great you do you the rest of the situation is balls because like one she's just like yeah hey how about i just <laughs> detail this this history of gigantic penises yeah just real quick which hey might not even be true at this point. Well, I mean, she's lying about this guy's dick. Right? Like, what if it's always been lies? So there's more, there's some silver linings there. Not that anyone's past partner penis sizes should matter. But anyway, um, two, it's like, why the fuck are the friends involved? And why should you have to play along? And uh, it just, it sucks. It's like, I wouldn't want to be part of this. No, I mean, like, I know I've worked with people in the past who... Will I casually be like, oh, yeah, he's got a giant dick. And it's like, I meet him. Like, I I see him sometimes. M-E-E-T or (laughs) (laughs) M-E-A-T? And you know what I mean? It's like, this guy shouldn't have to worry about who knows that he's just, like, slanging a whopper dong. Mm -hmm. And, like, also being reduced to just that. Yeah, it's like, tell me he's good at fucking puzzles or some shit. Like, Oh, no, never tell me someone's good at puzzles. That's all <laughs> I'll be able to think about. <laughs> so I'll have to have a puzzle off with him. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's real weird because I think there would be a far more stigma and far more disapproval if I went around describing like the qualities of you know, my female partner's vaginas, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Or, or if I spent a lot of time and be like, oh man, her tits look like this. And then like draw, you know, photorealistic pictures of their tits on paper and shit. For well, people. I think, I think all had, of that is gross. We had that question the other week about like, you know, the whole like squirter thing. Right. So imagine if you were like, oh, she's just a huge squirter, like blah, blah, blah. And it's like all the girls have been with, I told them they're all squirters. So like, you just have to like, I don't know pretend you're a squirter. They're going to like tease you about it. Like that would be such an uncomfortable position to put a girl into. Yeah. You know? Um, and like, I think here's, here's my suggestion straight up is to go in. And when they're like, I hear you have a giant dick. Be like, no, that's completely normal. And like, if she gets upset at you for doing this, then yeah, you, that's you a got very good indication that you don't need to be with this person. You know what I mean? Now she doesn't have the reputation. So now you don't have to lie about your penis. And Mm -hmm. to be like, hey, the only like the way that your friends are going to like me or the way that you're going to get like popularity points with your friends is for me to like 
lie but, about my yeah. super personal zone, that's fucked. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? It, like, there's no dare. It's like it would be the same as asking her to go like, oh, I'm, you're going to meet my friends. Uh, they're super into tits. So I'm going to need you to wear a push up bra on like a really low cut top just so mm-hmm. they can get like get a gander up. Yeah, exactly. 100%. I, I think that would be a very funny way to do it. And like the thing is, if for some reason her friends like had this running joke without kind of her input and uh, it, it was just like, you know, the way things get silly from yeah. like high school or whatever. And she was just giving him a heads up in this scenario. Like, exactly. oh, they might make weird comments. That would be one thing and that would be chill. But like to be like, yeah, play along is fucked. Yeah. And that, like that's, that's the, the thing. funny thing is, I think we got lucky or the, the person in this scenario got lucky because they they do have this confidence. But for most people, you would be preying on one of the most common and most powerful areas of insecurity. So it's like this could have been awful for somebody. Yeah. I mean, because the thing is, is like, Anytime it would be any sort of situation when you're asking your partner to lie about something that is so fundamentally a part of who they are, mm-hmm. um, whether it's a body part or like their hobbies. Imagine like going to meet your friends and being like, oh, hey, uh, don't mention comic books or don't mention uh, the fact that you like horror movies. Don't men- like censoring your partner for the uh, approval of other people is such a shitty thing to do. It's horrendous. I went on a first date, like a Tinder, uh, where it, she invited me to like a party with her. Or she was like, yeah, come on, I'm at the bar. I was like, okay. Then when I was on the way, she's like, oh, it's like a friend's birthday and there's a few of us here. And I was like, okay, well, that would have been nicer to know on the way out, but whatever. Yeah. And then she texts me again uh, when I'm on the streetcar, like five minutes away. She's like, oh, my brother just arrived. You have to pretend to be a friend I met in Germany, like not like a Tinder date. I'm like... Then I got there and she introduced me all as this guy she met while she was backpacking and all this shit. And I was like, one, I I was already drunk, so it was funny to me. But, like, it very quickly got very tiresome. And also, I never went and saw this person again. Because I'm like, this is not, like, you don't have the confidence to be like, oh, yeah, I'm meeting up with a guy off Tinder. Or I'm meeting up with a guy. Then, like, uh, like, and this was not a young person. She was in, like, her 30s, you know? It's like, no, I just, I don't have the patience for you. Well, she was 30, but you know, it's still too, too old for that shit. Oh, old, huh? Okay. Yeah. For, for bullshit like that. Yes. <laughs> yeah. <Ken>. Yes. <laughs> um, so yeah, no, fuck this. I, I think you would be like, like, it, like, if you want to play along, do it. I don't know why you would want to, because like, presumably if you're dating someone, you're dating them, you're not going like, oh, I'll do this for two years and bounce. You're doing it because for the foreseeable future, you want to be with this person. So once you start this, you are going to have to just keep doing it. Yeah. Or things are just going to get very weird and strange. And I don't think you want to keep doing this if you want to at all. So it's like either if you want to continue this relationship, this needs to be done in a way that won't have you like, well, I fucked myself forever with this friend group. Um, so I think either it's talking to your girlfriend and being like, hey, this is a really weird situation and I'm not going to like – play up i'm not gonna pretend i have a different size penis like does that bother you and if she's like no it doesn't bother me then cool great just ignore their bullshit it's also strange that like you didn't she didn't ask her friends to be like hey maybe cool it with the dick stuff with my boyfriends Mm -hmm. you asked the boyfriend to be cool with the dick stuff that also seems pretty fucked (laughs) yeah i don't know part of me wants to hope that maybe she was just trying to give him a heads up and he misconstrued it as mm-hmm. like a play along and maybe she didn't want to tell the friends because she also didn't want to be like, no, his dick isn't huge. You know what I mean? Like maybe that was 
where yeah. she was coming from, from like protecting him. I just like to see the best in people, but more likely she seems to really like this reputation. It sounds like she loves this reputation. In fact, and it seems like that's more important to preserve than honesty or his own comfort. And that's not a great thing to have in a partner. So my two suggestions would be one, I either just straight up be like, oh, yeah, no, my dick is super average. Nothing special about it. I really like it. But like, no, nah, not that impressive. Or be like, yeah, it's fucking huge. Like, we're still working on stretching her vagina out every night for us to have sex. We still haven't had sex. It's impossible for us. So, like, we've been really widening that canal for us. It's getting pretty big, but but we're not there yet. I'm assuming they're girls, the friends. So, like, maybe if they were like, oh, so, like, how's that, you know, that dick? And you go, how's your vagina, actually? What's it like? Yeah, could you give me a rundown on the maybe diameter? Uh, Mm -hmm. You know, perhaps the flappiness of labia? If you could, what are we talking about down there? We're talking, like, you know, tight little lobster roll? We're talking walrus's mouth? What do we got? (laughs) Yeah, every single time any of them mention something, just turn it immediately on their genitals. It's like you're fighting Medusa with a mirror, right? Yeah. Turn them to stone. I'm sorry that I just referred to a vagina as a tight little lobster roll. That was very uncomfortable. <laughs> I was trying to... <laughs> I panicked. I was trying to think of something. Yeah, but you <laughs> said it with such familiarity, Dane. I know. I know. I don't know why that was... I think it was because I literally just looked at Instagram earlier and saw... A very good-looking lobster roll. Again, not that there's a correlation between <laughs> oh, lobster God. rolls and vaginas. Oh, I'm God. sorry, we gotta guys. Stop them. We got to stop them. The vaccine's bringing out the truth. <laughs> oh God, it's it's Bill, Bill Gates is telling me to say this. <laughs> uh, so yeah, I think just like you gotta cut this off before it starts, one way or another. Either by talking to the girlfriend and saying you're not going to do it, by pettily replying in the ways we have laid out, or. By getting out of this relationship, because it sounds like she prefers a uh, like a reputation over you. Get one of those like cock sleeves, and at one point have tearaway pants or something, and then like start like accidentally slamming on the table and like knock over everyone's drinks. But ah, this damn giant dick. Pretend say that like every time you get a boner, you pass out because all your blood <laughs> goes to it, and periodically pass out for the rest of the night. Just every, every time, time anything's getting. Yeah, or every time anything's getting interesting, like, just ruin the party. It's like, it's your turn to go when you're playing fucking, like, you know, Catan, uh, and you're gone. Or they're just like, yeah, I'm really sad, like, my dog died. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, dear. <laughs> that would be so good. I heard, you, uh, I heard you recently lost an ant. Yeah, she was. Oh dear! It's oh, like, oh boy! So did you guys hear that COVID cases are ri- the rising? Oh, so is my. And then you're gone. This is where I wish that we had time travel, so that like you could just replay this night over and over again with various bullshit. That because like, you, re- you really only get one chance at this, mm-hmm. and and like you really, it's a tough choice. I don't know what I would do because uh, we've presented some excellent options. You know what I think you do? You walk in. You turn the mirror on their genitals, you be very aggressive and strange, and then just when they're upset, you say, look, guys, I'm sorry I did this. I only did it because when I get an erection, I pass out, and I was using like humor and and kind of like, am I cutting wit to, to diffuse the situation of any sexual tension? And then you just, yeah. yeah. Then you get at least two of them in. This is from not Reddit. This is from a... Instagram account called College Fessing, where people send in anonymous confessions or questions about college, most of which are garbage fires. This doesn't I, necessarily uh, disappoint. I could guess that. 
Uh, a guy in my calc class only wanted to have sex and did not want to commit. He claims to have changed now, but soon after we start dating, I realized he never gets jealous, which makes me question his true feelings. Should I break up with him? That's an interesting swing in the other direction of just being like, hey, you're not jealous enough. You must be cheating on me. Or like you're not into me. It is just about sex because you're not jealous. Yeah. Which is, I think, wildly inaccurate. I mean, like he said initially that he wasn't into a relationship, right? Like he just wanted sex and no mm-hmm. commitment. I mean, like the the dude seems like he's got his shit together. Yeah, he, it sounds like he was honest in the first place. Let you know when he changed his mind. Now that he's dating you, it sounds like he was, you know, being honest. And jealousy is not a thing you should want. So yeah, it sounds like he's done some work on himself, gotten to a place where he was comfortable getting into a relationship with mm-hmm. you. Oh, and that, now not even necessarily work because let's be fair there's nothing wrong with not wanting a relationship yeah, just yeah of course sex, you know uh maybe he just got to that point you know yeah i'm sorry it's just saying like he did some work on himself makes it sound like you know You're he right. needed work done dan and that's not the message we put out here i know all right then i gotta teach you about sex and dating i can't stop thinking about the lobster roll i'm sorry <laughs> i'm very hungry can you just dial it back to 4g for a minute <laughs> uh it's too many g's um yeah i like it's it would it would yes break up this guy because you are not ready for a relationship you do not have if you don't trust a dude don't don't date him it's as simple as that we've said it a thousand times you if you do not trust your partner you should not be with them regardless of whether they give you a reason to trust you or trust them or not like if they're doing something shitty that you're like oh i don't trust that then like great break up with them if they're not doing anything wrong and you're like, mm, don't trust them, then break up with them. There's no yeah. reason to start a relationship that doesn't have the foundation of trust. Yeah, it's also really cruel to just be like, I'll trust you for no reason. Um, but also, like, jealousy is, look, it happens. We've all been there. We've all done it. You know, some of us will still do it. Some of us will do it later on. It'll it'll happen. It is in no way a positive trait, I don't think. And I don't think it's a, like, if you're, like, handling jealousy well, the partner will either be aware of it and, like, you know, you'll move past it. Or maybe you just won't show it, you know, which could be happening here. But in no relationship should you be hoping for validation based on someone else's, like, jealousy. Yeah, there's there's no place in the the relationship equation where, like, jealousy helps balance out the quality of a relationship. Like you said, everyone feels it at some point in time. And, like, Mm -hmm. for me, it's rare that I ever express it because when I take, like, 10 minutes to think about it, I'm like, okay, I'm being irrational. I'm Mm -hmm. projecting a bunch of bullshit on someone that they don't have any right to have that put on them. So I'm not jealous anymore because I've realized that it's my fault. Or if vice versa, if like if someone is doing something and it seems like they are trying to make me jealous or are doing something that, you know, they shouldn't be doing or I feel like they shouldn't be doing. I'll talk to them about it. Mm -hmm. At no point in time would I be like, hmm, I was talking to Marcus over there and you didn't try to fight him. Well, I'm also going to go out on a limb and assume that this poster is going to or has or is currently doing things to try and make this person jealous. 100%. Like, which, again, is so toxic and fucked up. So I can only imagine the hell that this relationship is, and it probably needs to die. Yeah. So to um, answer the question, yes, break up with him for his sake. Yes. But, like, jealousy is not a positive thing. So if someone, if your partner isn't jealous... Good. Yeah, be thankful. Like, do, do you want to have an argument every time you talk to someone of the opposite sex? Do you want to only have friends of your current gender? You know, do you, like, what do you want? You know what I mean? And like, it, fuck like, this. 
it's not even like that. Like I know people who get jealous when like they're out with their friends. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like it's it's so fucking toxic to strive for jealousy. Again, we will say it's not toxic to be jealous because that is a human emotion yeah. and you're allowed to feel it. It's how you deal with jealousy that manifests or manifests as toxic. To search for it is insane. Yeah, exactly. If you feel jealous, we are not at all saying anything bad about you but like you know if you feel jealous and then decide to like smash all the plates in the kitchen yes you suck um so it's like, like any emotion like if you're if you get angry at your partner you're allowed to be angry at your partner it's how you fucking deal with it that becomes problematic one way or the <laughs> other like if you manage like if you need to go take a walk and then come back and talk to them there's no harm in that you've done nothing wrong you're allowed to get angry Mm-hmm. But if, like you said, like if the second they do something that annoys you, you go fucking bat shit and start smashing shit, then yeah, you've done something wrong. Yeah, exactly. Don't look for jealousy. Don't try to foster jealousy and don't be upset if there is none there. That This, this is a good thing. Uh, this comes from Reddit user. This is your private one. Should I tell my friends with benefit? So I have this friends with benefit for three months now. We never had the chat about exclusivity, but I do know that we both only seeing each other. However, I have had unprotected sex with someone else last week. I don't feel like there are risks for STD or STDs, but I'm planning on getting tested next week either way. The problem is I'm seeing my friends with benefit tonight. Would it be smart to tell them I slept with someone else to avert the STD risk, but risk upsetting them? Or do I just refrain from sex and come up with an excuse until I get tested? I don't know what would be the wise thing to do. Hmm. Hmm. Wise thing to do would have been fucking wear a condom that first time yes now i would love (laughs) to know if if they also have unprotected sex with the friends with benefit yeah right because like if you guys have a agreement that you don't use condoms but you're only sleeping with each other which doesn't seem to be the case because you haven't talked about exclusivity but you seem to know that you're the only people you're sleeping with then okay i don't know if i would suggest it or recommend that but you know, you do you. If that is the case, then you should be using a condom with literally everybody else. If Yeah, if you have some sort of agreement like that, 100%. But it sounds like they don't have any sort of agreement like that. And it's like, yeah. then my mind is going to like, why did he do this thing? If there was, if it just kind of came out of nowhere. Because it's like, if you knew the person or the situation to the point where like you trusted that they didn't have an STD, it doesn't make sense to have done it and then turn around and be like, oops, maybe. Yeah, I mean, like, we all make mistakes. We all have laps in judgment. You know what I mean? Like, I get it. It's happened to me where, you know, for whatever reason, we didn't use a condom and then I go get tested. But at the same time, it's I would ha- I would disclose this with partners that I was with mm-hmm. um, or I would tell people and like just be like, hey, so, you know, I had unprotected sex and I would like I'm going to go test it. I or I have no reason to believe that anything is wrong. But if you want to wait until I get my test results or if, you know, if you're cool with us wearing a condom and proceeding, that's up to you. But here's the situation. Yeah, I think that's the best way to do it, right? Because it, it takes into account their safety, their autonomy. You're being honest, all this stuff. I, yeah, I, I don't see anything wrong with that at all. Yeah, I, w- I would appreciate that. I, and like, I think the world would be a much safer place if people, if more people did it instead of worrying about like, Oh no, they like, this might be the end of the sex thing if I tell them, but it's like, you guys aren't exclusive. You've specifically are friends with benefits. You know mm-hmm. that you're sleeping with other people then like, and like, Hey, there's... it still might be. And if it is, fuck it. Like you run that risk when you're having sex with other people, because you know, sometimes they hear about it and they don't, they realize they don't want to do this, you know? 
Um, yeah, or even just people being like, hey, I don't know if I can trust you mm-hmm. as a sexual partner anymore if this is going to be a common thing. It's like, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's up to them to really decide how they feel about it. But I think you should give them all of the information for them to make the decision. Yeah, 100%. Like their health, like your combined health and like respect is more important than the possibility of fucking more. I mean, like I, d- so, I don't yeah. really think there's anything really wrong with putting it off. Like if you know you're going to get your test results in like a week. And you, you only see each other like every couple of weeks, then like I don't really see the harm in in maybe canceling one thing. But like it's it's mm-hmm. not a good practice to be in. You know what I mean? Yeah, I think, it's funny because it's not necessarily dishonest, but it feels dishonest. Yeah. So it's I mean, like it's up to you. I I would go the the more direct and and personal route because like at the same time they could be like that's fine. We'll just wear a condom. Yeah. And yeah. You get to have sex again, and mm-hmm. they or- they know they can trust you, and you're responsible. Yeah, or hey, we'll wait a week and, you know, we'll just wait till you get results. Or uh, even if they just end things, it's like it was going to happen anyway if they're not comfortable with you sleeping with other people and that's a thing you're doing, right? So yeah, I feel like it's win-win-win even if, like, one of the wins doesn't feel like it because it ends your guy's relationship. Either way, it was going to happen, right? Yeah. So yeah, do it. Be straightforward. Go go have that, that chat. Hmm, where do, where do you want to go with this one? I don't know, man. I'm barely holding it together. Um, well, let's do this then. This is by Wild Child. My 23-year-old female boyfriend, 23-year-old male, showed his mom our sex painting, and I'm embarrassed. His mother, 63-year-old female, was talking about getting something framed, and he said, oh, I got something framed once. It's not cheap. His mom asked what it was, and he sent the painting to his to my mom. Wait. Oh, to his mom. Here's where it gets weird. His mom showed the painting to a random woman in her office. The woman was like, hmm, that looks like a sex painting. So my boyfriend never actually told his mom it was a sex painting, but sent it to her, and she figured it out. Next thing you know, we meet his mom and some of her friends at the bar, and they were looking at our painting and discussing it. And I sat down, and she started asking me about it, getting all excited, saying I need to, need to show her I got it so her and her husband can do it. She then wanted me to go sit next to one of our co-workers and tell them about it as well. All the time, I was extremely embarrassed. My boyfriend was trying to get his mother to shut up. I understand he didn't explicitly tell his mom it was a sex painting, but he still sent it to her without making sure it was okay with me first. Feel like he betrayed me because this was a private painting that was between us that we have hanging in our bedroom. It really wasn't intended for all eyes, especially his mother and all her coworkers. I asked him why he did it. He said, because she asked to see it. I didn't think she'd show other people. Is it my being upset and embarrassed warranted or is it an overreaction? What can we, what can we slash I do to fix this? Any advice would be appreciated. Thank you in advance. Edit. A sex painting is where you put non-toxic paint on each other's bodies and have sex on the canvas. Okay, I was going to say, what the fuck is a sex painting? <laughs> it's where you submerge something in squirt, and then you let yours oh, go. I was going to say, I feel like it would be pretty fucking obvious if it was a sex painting. Are there two men that look like your boyfriend, or your, your son and his boyfriend, having sex on it? It's a guy and a girl. Oh, sorry, I thought it was I thought it was two guys. Nope. But yes, yeah, so I thought it would be very clear if it was just them having sex <laughs> in a painting. Um, huh. I don't know. I, I think it is a wild thing to send to your mother. But at the same time, it's abstract enough. I mean, like it sucks. The, the co-worker was like, ooh, <laughs> sex painting. That's um, kind of a wild move to be like, oh, that's that's your son's sex painting, huh? <laughs> I mean, well, it's it's like, also maybe seems- she didn't know it was her son. Exactly. It seems like they don't know specifically whose sex painting it is because they asked where they got it. I assume that was like a where did you get the the stuff to make it? Oh, I, to me, it sounded like they were asking where they got the painting. Because like, if that's the situation, just do a quick Google search for people who sell sex paintings and be like, we got it here. Mm-hmm. And, yeah, because it says saying to show her where I got it so her and her husband can do it. So I assume oh. it's like the supplies more than. Yeah. 
fair. It might be a little embarrassing, but this mop seems cool as fuck. That's that's the thing for me. It's like I don't understand why they're necessarily embarrassed because it's like, yeah, sure. If like someone was like, oh, God, my mom found out about your like sex painting um, and then met up and was like, oh, this is so cool. I want to do that. I'd be like, oh, hey, you're sound. It's not like, oh, my God, you slept with my son and you yeah. did, you know, it's like she's chill and wants to do it. Like, that sounds like a best case scenario. Honestly, it's probably more awkward for the fucking son because it's like, great. You get to, like, imagine your mom and dad rolling around to paint and then come home and find it hung up somewhere. <laughs> like, that's way worse. I don't know what you're complaining about. Yeah, and that's a very good point. He's probably going through all this. He's like, damn, my mom won't stop talking about covering herself in paint and banging my dad to my new girlfriend. And she just keeps complaining about the fact that I sent her a picture of this frame. It it seems like a complete non-issue. Also, it sounds like like her and her friends seem rad as fuck. You meet them out at a bar and they're all just like, yeah, girl, get it. Have yeah. your sex paintings. Like, what? Why Why would you be upset about this? If, if I, I mean, thankfully, again, my, you know, in-laws, I guess at this point you can call them, are super fucking chill and super mm-hmm. understanding. Uh, her, her, Amanda's dad listens to this from time to time. What oh, yeah, like. he, he comments on the po- on the Twitter and everything, and he just seems completely awesome. And yeah. it's like that's that's what you want. That's the uh, dream. Yeah. Like I live in fear of uh, our podcast accidentally coming on in the car when like my girlfriend's parents get in because like they're incredible people, but I don't think they want to listen to this at all. Well, and that's and like that's the point. It's like it could be. Like if if her dad wasn't chill, this could be really fucking weird. You know what I mean? Like him being like, like it could be very easy for a, a partner's father to be like, you know, stern man, being like you're talking about sex, huh? And like it could be so uncomfortable, but he's so supportive. So like, and like I wouldn't change that for the fucking world because it could be so much worse. I'm not even involved in your guys' relationship, and I wouldn't change it for the world. He's awesome. Every time he posts or likes our shit on Twitter, it, it's great, and I'm very yeah. impressed. He's a badass. So, like, embrace this. You like, why not have another really cool, sex positive female role in your life? Like, this sounds like a, a, a mom that if you ever needed help with something, you could go to, and she'd be chill as fuck. And like. Why wouldn't you want those resources at your disposal? Why wouldn't you want someone who's lived longer than you, who knows probably way more than you, and who's chill with all this shit, like, on your side? Yeah, and it's like, if you ever, you know, fucking went on a family vacation with them, they wouldn't be like, no, we're going to get a room with uh, two two big beds in, in one room so we can all sleep in the same room awkwardly. They'd be like, get a room. Give her some paint. Go wild. <laughs> yeah. Like, it's so good to be able to have just, like, that sex isn't taboo. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, that you don't have to worry that she'll go into your bathroom and find a condom when they're visiting your apartment. Or, like, you know, even though we all know, we all know you're fucking. You know, they know. They've known you're fucking. They've known for a long time. But a lot of people don't like to admit that they know yet you're fucking. So it's, like, to not have to worry about that is a blessing. Yeah. Just roll with it. And, like, hey – Maybe we should be giving you advice that you asked, but I'm saying just roll with it. This is great. Yeah, hang out with your cool fucking mom-in-law. Yeah, literally, like, she's like, cool and she's fucking. Like, and the thing is, like, there's such a stereotype of mother-in-laws being nightmares. Granted, I've never had to deal with that, thankfully. But, like, I know plenty. Like, you go on Reddit and you see how many people have a hard time dealing with their mother-in-laws. You go on Facebook, I'm sure people are complaining about their in-laws. Mm-hmm. You have... You have cool mom 2000 on your side. 
Mm-hmm. Fucking the like, newest model could, too. It, it could be so much worse. So like, get out of here with your bullshit. Yeah, I'm sorry. Just fucking enjoy this. Enjoy this for all of us who can't talk about fucking with, with their in-laws. <laughs> Um, and like, I get it. I, I understand why you're embarrassed. It's an intimate thing that has now been put into the public sphere and mm-hmm. specifically with people that like you shouldn't cross that line with. I get it. You're allowed to be embarrassed, but it's it's met with such acceptance that it shouldn't be embarrassing anymore. I feel like and, and I think that's what you need to focus on. I feel like I don't understand because there are sometimes customers like, oh, I heard my boyfriend just like, you know, mentioning something about his sex life. Um and in the question, it wasn't like any, it wasn't like he was, you know, delving into personal details about her more that like, I think, I don't know, it was like, oh, we had sex at, at this place once or whatever. And they were so mortified. It's like, how dare he talk about their sex life with anybody? And it's like, maybe just doing this podcast desensitizes it because like, I, I don't get it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't either. All right. Ready for some tinders? Yes, please. Okay. Dan was a sleepy boy. So I'm going to rapid fire a bunch of tinders at you. Because uh, I have too many because I complained that we didn't get our, our usual shipment last week and our supplier redoubled their efforts. And it's incredible. <laughs> also, Agent Valiant Heart is like single handedly fueled this segment because they're a badass. So all the ones that you've laughed your ass off at, you have them to thank. Thank you. This is Juan Juan. I don't know how to pronounce this name. I feel like a bad person. X-U-A-N, X-U-A-N. I think X is our Z. Zwan, Zwan, Zwan? I I hope this doesn't offend anyone I'm bad at. I don't know this. I have lived in the UK for five years and I've just arrived in Toronto for over a month. I'm Asian. I'm not that open. Don't talk about sex with me. I will hate it. Do you want to hear me tell Chinese jokes? (laughs) I mean, it's a pretty, it's kind of a cute profile, but like also you're on a dating profile or a dating service. I mean, like I get it. Maybe she's just like, Maybe it's a translation error in the sense of being like, hey, don't be fucking crude right off the bat. Mm -hmm. And don't be like, hey, you want to see my dick? Like, maybe she's cool with sex and she just doesn't want to have like people bombard her with sexual requests, um, which is fine. I want to hear these Chinese jokes. (laughs) I feel like it's uh, very like disarming and like charming. Like, I just like love. Don't talk sex to me. I will hate it. It's, it's, yeah. it's just it's very nice it's funny i don't know if they themselves are chinese though so i'm hesitant to, to hear that chinese jokes right oh is it because mm, right if it, they're not <laughs> that's not great yeah i don't know enough about like naming conventions to be no. like oh no that's a definitely like a chinese name so like me I don't, neither right so that um, that's my only like where the coin is like balanced on the side it's it's not heads or tails oh, um, no. i'll give it a, a six yeah, I'll give it a six too because maybe these are really racist Chinese jokes. That's that's the thing, right? I don't know. Yeah, uh, this is Megan. Oh hi, nail emoji. I can't wait to rave, sweat on other people, and spit in each other's mouths. And then two vaccine things, which I assume means they've been fully juiced. I'm gonna break your heart now and let me know that I don't fuck with meat. A bunch of plant emojis, just yours. Huh? That's some wild energy. Like I assumed the beginning was like a joke of being like, we're going to go buck wild. Cause like mm-hmm. I, I kept joking about licking everything on the, like licking the bus home and shit like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, when I got my stuff. So I was like, but okay. then you did it, which is weird. I, if I say I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it. Fair. Did listen to our last week's episode. <laughs> um, but the like break, your, anytime someone says they're going to break your heart, I'm just so fucking over it. In the context, I find it kind of funny. What's the context? Maybe I'm, I'm going to break your heart now and let you know I don't fuck with meat. 
Because you know, oh. people are so weird about like vegans and vegetarians on. Sorry, and then I they thought, say, just yours. I thought that was two separate thoughts. Like I'm gonna no. break your heart. Period. Just so you know, fair, I don't fuck fair. With meat. No, when you're reading, it's like I'm gonna break your heart and let you know I don't fuck with meat. Just oh. yours. I like it. Yes. Okay. No, that I've flipped my stance around. I'm back on board with Megan. I'm gonna give it a seven. I'm gonna give it a eight. I'm gonna give it an eight. Okay. I think that's funny. I don't fuck with meat. Just yours. Yeah. It's sexy. It's funny. It's a it's a good way to throw shade at the people that are really weird about people being vegetarian or vegan while also being a little flirty and sexy. Yeah. I dig it. If you're going to do it, it's a good way to do it. This is Isa. Looking for a gentleman and interesting man. Friendship will last forever and build a better relationship. I like to do anything comfortable and natural. Happy, satisfied emoji. If I find my half, I will disappear in Tinder. If you're asking me to buy something, please stop contacting me. Oh, no. Is she like a simulacrum? Or something like that? Like, she'll just disappear into the app? Yeah, I think it's like that other person who was cursed, that businessman. She's cursed that, like, she has to be on Tinder looking for a gentleman and friendship forever. But if she finds them, the app absorbs her. Yeah, the Tinder will absorb her power and become even more, even even stronger than before. (laughs) Um, (laughs) I'm going to give it a zero in the hopes that she remains sentient and not part of the Tinder hive mind. I'm going to join you on that. I hope you never find your half. This is Erica, business owner, non-MLM, pro-BLM, sex positivity slash work, anti-diet culture. I like dates on a Tuesday. I'm working all day Sunday. Sober, brackets, patios are overrated, side eye. I don't get the hype around dogs, lol. Bonus points if you go to therapy, uh, butterfly emoji. Actually really funny and full of joy. Shocking, I know. Uh, face surrounded by hearts emoji. There's some some things. One, patios are fantastic. <laughs> also, the really the only option to go out right now. Two, you don't get the hype about dogs. Yeah, have you? And it's like I know I I give shit about people like always talking about oh bacon oh Nutella, but like it's dogs. Have you never met dogs? Yeah, dogs are the best. This like gigantically fluffy dog kept coming into work called Bow Bow, and like he's my boy now. He sees I, me, I, he knows I'll bring him water. He knows Bow Bow, the big fluffer. Yeah, yeah. He so he comes great. by back when we had like a little takeout stand on our we had a we had like a little thing we had treats and we had a dog bowl. Hell so yeah. the highlight of my day was having yeah I've met Bow Bow. Oh, he's so great, right? Such yeah. a cool name too. But like it's like okay, I get it. If you, the only thing you've ever met in terms of dogs were like shivering chihuahuas and like little shih tzus and stuff and like even then I don't this is it's just such a weird fucking sentence to throw out and why like if you if you feel the need to put this in in such a sparse profile you probably hate dogs and that yeah, means you hate or love. you're trying to like be edgy mm-hmm. so either you're trying too hard or but like i can't imagine imagine being on a date with someone and you're walking down the street and this golden retriever is happily flopping his way over to you mm-hmm. and he like stops and looks at you all happy and you're like oh my god this is the best part of my day and they're like eh, pass yeah uh, i don't get it <laughs> It's like, I'm sorry, this what? avatar of cuteness has just rolled up with his big droopy tongue. Yeah, he's he's licking my hand now, face. even though he just met me. Yeah, it's like that would be, I, I think I would literally keep walking with the dog owner and leave mm-hmm. my date behind if that happened. Oh, look, be like, he just hey, he I'm sat sorry. on my foot. I've been chosen. And yeah, now I'm, I'm feeling an immense warm glow inside. I'm very, very sorry, sir. Uh, my date just decided she was a terrible person. Do you mind if I walk with you for <laughs> the next five minutes just to get away from them? Yeah. 
Uh, and the thing also, is, I don't think any dog owner would be like, you don't like dog. Like, I think most dog owners would be like, yes, please let me get you away. Oh, our, yeah. hundred percent. Our, our sweet, fluffy boy here will protect you from the bad woman. Yeah. And the thing is, the last line actually really funny and full of joy. Shocking. I know it's like, why is that so bitter and miserable? That's the thing. It's like if you portray yourself as so fucking edgy and like, like I hate everything. It's like if if then you need to clarify that you're actually like a good spirited person, perhaps rethink the rest of your profile. Like maybe delete all the things that require that disclaimer. Yeah. And it's like you don't have to shit on patios because you're sober because like you could be on a patio and not drink. One of my favorite things to do. And it happened to me a lot last week was for some reason, we had a bunch of people who weren't drinking and they asked me if I could make them a fun mocktail. And I was mm-hmm. like, absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I will make you the, the the tastiest, prettiest cocktail. And people are going to be like, "Ooh, what did you get? And you're going to be like, yeah. it's I don't know what it is. The bartender made it up. <laughs> but like, even just if you've never been to a good coffee shop, just had some fucking coffee in the sun or have like a lemonade. Uh, it just, I, I hate this profile. I'm sorry. It started fine. It got progressively worse. It's going to be a one for me. It's going to be zero. Okay. Um, this is Jen. If you enjoy golf, our differences are likely too great to overcome. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, it's a funny profile. It doesn't tell us anything about it, but like, I think it's, I think it's, it tells you enough. (laughs) Yeah. I I like it. more profiles it was like my profile back in the day where it's like it didn't really tell me anything but i think the people who resonated with it was going to resonate with so yeah i'm going to give that a seven yeah i'm going to give it a i'm going to give it a nine it's just funny it it tickled me pink um i don't know why i should stop because we still have more but i'm doing at least this one uh this is by welcome love 35 looking for an easygoing phone photographer brackets my phone is great who would join me for a short short trip to niagara falls Romance, entrepreneurship, photography, real estate, and visual arts, cooking and dining, exercise, sightseeing, not into long texting. I'm 5'2", Sagittarius. I'm so confused as to what they want. <laughs> I don't know. Phone photography? Is that just people who use their smartphones for t- photography? Because, like, I'm okay with that. Are they looking for, like, an Instagram boyfriend to take pictures of them while they go to Niagara? Yeah. But, like, like- with their phone? Because it says my phone is great. But they also say they're a photographer. Or I guess they're into photography. I don't know. It's very confusing. Yeah, I I don't know. I mean, like, I definitely wouldn't go far away with this person. No, because I think that is a recipe for disaster. Either the murder variety or the awkward variety. Yeah, I'm going to give this a three because I'm going to give it a one because it's kind of terrifying and confusing. How many more do you want? Give me two more. All right. Uh, we got Sarah. And, and tell me if we've done this one, because I can't remember. Hot mess on the internet, moon emoji, but my rack is legit. Cherry emoji. Lockdown has me bored as fuck, so let's chat. Happy emoji. Sorry for the hustle. Wink emoji. And then there's their Snapchat and Instagram. I, I'll give it a five. Yeah, hot mess on the internet is a weird thing that I don't, like, I don't see what's positive about that. No, but good rack. Rack so, is legit. Oh, we're bumping it up to a five. Right in the middle. Yeah, that's, that's, I agree. You give me a good and a bad. Therefore, if you gave me two goods, maybe it'd be a 10. But you didn't. Uh, this is Louisa. Just message me on Instagram. If you're really tall or have some really good stories, I might let you knock me up. Ugh. ADHD baby. I love naps. Big hips. Bigger heart. 
If you can sing or freestyle a song, I already love you. Wild, but also like a mom. Down to meet some good humans. Please don't ask what I'm looking for, because it depends on the person and the day, lol. I might obsessively want to date you, or we could become best friends. I just don't know yet, BB. That's a weird way to phrase it, but like I understand what she's saying there. There's a bunch of other things that upset me. The fact of being like, hey, you have a really good story? Maybe put your semen inside me. Because <laughs> yeah. like, I love a good story as much as the next person. I love hearing wild stories. I don't mm, think special that, dreams. <laughs> I don't think that has ever been like, you know what? I'd like to have a child with you. <laughs> I'd like to irresponsibly have you give birth. Uh, there were some other things in there that were troubling, and I don't really remember because my brain is pretty much mush right now. Uh, if you're really tall or have good stories, um, let you knock me up. ADHD baby. I love naps. Big hips, bigger heart. If you can oh, sing. Oh, that's, yeah. Big hips. Are they looking for ladies? Because, like, big hips on dudes tends to not really be a thing. Like, a lot of guys don't have the hourglass figure. I assume they're describing themselves. Oh, okay. <laughs> you really are zonked. <laughs> yeah. So for some reason, they said, like, what, what was the start of that? I love naps. Them talking about themselves. Big hips, bigger heart. Oh, see, I thought it was I love naps, comma, big hips, mm, comma, big heart. That's fair. It's on a different line. And there's no way for me to vocalize that. Really. Yeah. Uh, you could start reading them like telegrams. Mm-hmm. Space. Uh, <laughs> right. Uh, give it a four. I'll give it a four as well, because I do like big hips. Also, like being unable to say what you're looking for and warning somebody you might obsessively want to date them. Those are kind of yeah, like big red flags, like legitimate ones. You know what I mean? It's like like you could just be like, oh, I'm looking to keep it casual for now, which I presume is what they want. Right. Yeah. So it's like that. That will suffice. Anyway, I think we're, we're done with Tindy's. Yes, this is the end of our show. We've made it. Specifically, I've made it. I'm very proud. Thank you. Uh, we were going to record another day, but I said, no, we do it today. They powered um, through just for you. I did it just for you. I did my like, you know, once by yearly naps earlier, and I woke up and dragged myself out of my bed feeling twice as bad as before the nap. <laughs> naps just don't work for me, man. <laughs> I hate naps. They're they're garbage. And that's why I never have them, but I was just so tired. And like, I was like, I could power through with some Apex and then no one's around. So I'm like, okay, nap it is. And it felt like the best thing in the world. And I did it and I was like, whoa. I think my problem worst. is like when I nap, I end up sleeping for like two and a half hours. And I know mm. that's really bad for you. Um, But I, I just, did like I've... 50 minutes, but... Either way, I, I dragged myself out of bed for you guys, so you're welcome. <laughs> I hope we weren't too too sleepy and slovenly in this in this episode. It's probably the complete opposite of last week's energy, yeah, which was really... raucous. Yeah, I was going to get um, you to drink more this week. I was, in fact, also going to drink more this week, but hey. No, nope, don't want to touch anything. I just we'll get hammered on our first in-closet. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We'll yeah, do yeah. a shot per question. Oh, God. And we'll do um, a double-length episode. <laughs> thank you very much for listening friends it is always a pleasure to do this regardless of how shitty we feel uh it's it's a it's a, a light in my my week to come in here and do this for you so thank you very much for listening if you have a question that you'd like us to answer by all means please pop over to fbuddiespodcast.com you can then jump over to the contact form or hit us up on all the social medias that are right there. Um, and you can send us in a question. You can choose your own agent name and we'll keep it anonymous and we will answer it as soon as we can for you. Thank you, Josh Eagle and the Harvest Cities for their song, Paper Stars. You ready for some bad sex writing? This will soothe you, Dane. Don't worry. 
Oh, good. I have two short, like almost like a moose bushes for you. Mm. Um, now the first one is a letter to the editor in the newspaper. I don't know which newspaper, but it says, "Not so appealing, ladies. Please consider the following: long straight hair gives you that witchy look. Facial studs and rings give you that ugly look. Tattoos <laughs> give you that incarcerated prison look." None of the above give you that attractive ladylike look that men find very appealing. And I know a certain Dane Miller <laughs> would <laughs> beg to differ. Yeah, they literally hit all my things. And um, then we have a tweet by Space Ghost Perp Vamp420. What if pussy was one big ass eye socket without an eye? And when women fuck, they take the eye out right before you stick it in, but never show you it because they know you're going to freak out. My name is Dave Miller. <laughs> Did you not hear that? Do you want me to? Oh, no, no, please. You want me to read it again? Please what, end what? this. What if pussy please. was one big ass eye socket I'm, without an and eye? And I'm Spain, and we've been your fuck buddies. And when women fuck you, they take the eye out right before you stick it in, but they never show you it. <laughs>